0: Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Hey there, welcome to part two of the Kims of New Jersey recap. If you haven't heard part one, go back and check that out. It's amazing, it's everything pretty much before the Posh Fashion Show. And then this episode, we dive right into the Posh Fashion Show from season two, and then season three, and then I believe season eight. So be sure to check that out. And if you also are really obsessed with this show and this recap, go over to my merch store on my website, bravohappyhour.com, and you can get yourself a Busted Up Sex in the City t-shirt, which I will be wearing on all of my Zoom conference calls for the next foreseeable future. So be sure to buy that tune into part one if you haven't heard it and enjoy part two thanks for listening bye and then that leads us to the first posh fashion show every year i don't know if it was a thing before it was on television but the posh fashion show is kim d's new york fashion week on crack like it is like the biggest hottest fashion event of the year
1: if you're not at the posh fashion show what are you doing Where where were you going
0: last year you could have bought tickets to go and i was really thinking of going and then i had to like take a step back and be like you need to reprioritize your budget
1: i would buy tickets if i knew it was going to be filmed but i'm not going to buy tickets. i'm not going to buy tickets if like it's just going to be the posh fashion show it's like going to your high school after you've already graduated
0: (laughs) yeah like but so much worse in a way so they go to the posh fashion show at this point there are a few different tables where people are sitting There's Teresa, Jacqueline, and I believe Kim D. They're all sitting together at one little table, and then there's Danielle and Kim Granitel and like a couple other Klingons, and (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
1: So wait, so this is this is Danielle's table, right? Oh yeah. So one of my favorite moments ever is when she sits down and she's like, "Oh, I love to send you on your phone." Really pisses people off. Paris Hilton taught me that. <laughs> what?
0: Like, Personally, honey.
1: Or, like, on the simple life? Like, I don't, like, what?
0: What?
1: Like, you don't talk to Paris Hilton, Danielle. What's going on? What's going on? We're in New Jersey. This is a building <laughs> that has, like, ground lit in front of it, and it has, like, medieval stone with, like, four different types of columns like gold doors like that's a jersey (laughs) dream that's a rest of the Uh, 49 united uh, states nightmare like your parasolton didn't teach you that danielle
0: nobody did so kim d ends up going over to danielle to try to like make good and she basically tells her like honey you need to fucking lighten up like relax relax like we're all just trying to have fun you are starting problems danielle's also pissed that Ashley was asked to be a model and Christine wasn't when Christine is a magazine cover model. Like everyone forgot about that party. So she was very upset about that too. As Ashley is walking down the catwalk, she calls her a co whore, which is really appropriate to do again to a 16 or 17 year old kid.
1: Imagine being... so around that like that's probably like the pinewood derby like a boy scout event you know what i mean <laughs> that's probably literally like just a like a like a church like a band like I'm, I'm not expressing it correctly but it's like this is the posh fashion show like this is not like new york fashion week as you said why are you calling a child a cocor?
0: yeah like, you're
1: fucking weird bro that's yeah, weird
0: you're weird and also like even if you look back at season one, Danielle was like very desperate to be motherly towards Ashley. Like that one scene where Danielle was like yelling at her upstairs. Cause like, she was like running late to the party or she was like, Oh, I want to have 10 of my friends come to Chris's like her little brother's birthday party. And Jacqueline was like, no, like cap it at three friends. And then she was like really upset and wasn't leaving her room. And Danielle was like, I'll handle it. And like goes upstairs and like tries to mitigate the situation. And, it's like Daniel, shut the fuck down! Like, what are you doing? Like You can barely mother, handle your own My mother, when kids. I
1: tell you that my mother, Italian woman from New Jersey, my mother, if somebody, I, my mom, she'll definitely listen to this and text me. But like, I was always to blame. Any situation, there was an explosion, it was Jared. Something <laughs> on fire, it was Jared. A teacher was yelling at me, I was in trouble. She agreed with them. He's an asshole. Whatever. <laughs> um the second somebody tried to like swoop in and like do something like that, like, like the animal, like an animalistic, like monster would come out of my mother. Like, I'm telling you, like, and it gives me like a weird feeling even to this moment to think of like someone coming into my space and being like, I'll handle it. My mom would be like, the fuck you will. How about I'll handle you? My mom would be like, I'll (laughs) handle you first. And And then then you can handle your ass out of my house because what you won't do is go anywhere near my bed, my son's bedroom. But it is weird because it is very much like the antithesis of how she is in season one towards Ashley, where she's trying to be like Skipper, the big sister,
0: versus
1: <laughs> go like...
0: Yeah, go <laughs> And then honestly, okay,
1: we'll get there, but I got justification.
0: So the fashion show ends, and Jackie and Teresa are just like sitting in a lobby. <laughs>
1: what
0: what do you think those two are doing they're
1: waiting in the lobby or are they perched very much prepared and waiting for a fight this is before like you get this because you're like as addicted as i am this is before like we had housewives producing themselves Mm -hmm. so when they were producing themselves we saw them producing themselves. This is before you have a whole Lisa Vanderpump. It's before it's as deep as it is now. You know what I mean? And it's like, so you're watching this and you're like, maybe they are just sitting there. And like, then as you watch it, you're like, no, they're waiting for her. They're fucking waiting, like schoolyard bullies. They're waiting for her to come out. But it's also like, Danielle, why'd you go to that fashion show? You call my daughter a co At that moment, it's like, I'd wait for your bitch ass too. Like you're lucky the cameras aren't here because worse shit would happen.
0: And like Jacqueline didn't even know she said that. Like I can't even imagine how she felt when she was like watching it back, like, oh my God, like you were my friend and now six months later you're saying all of this horrible about, stuff my, about my daughter. Kid.
1: So they're sitting there, right? And who starts it? Who's I think it's Teresa, Teresa right? Yeah, Teresa's like of all of Bravo.
0: Hello? You're not, yeah, gonna, you're gonna, not say gonna say hi. hi? You're not what gonna, you gonna say hi.
1: Oh my god. Was like,
0: hi, Teresa. And she's like, "How are you, honey?" And she goes, "Don't call me honey."
1: And then we get it—the most iconic line in housewives history. Immediately, I don't want to call you honey, old, because you're an old hag bitch. So (laughs) let's break that down. I don't want to call you honey, because you're an old hag bitch. Why did that roll off your tongue? How was that just right there? It's like you said earlier.
0: Like, if you really like write out the things that she says, like, and read it back, and you're like, makes no sense. But, but.
1: <laughs> that, to me, like, I remember watching that. Like, I had a friend of mine who, him and I were just as obsessed with the show. And we would quote that one scene all the time. <laughs> because it's so, like, that's, like, Housewives, like, like if it were, like, in a, in a stage show or a movie, that's, like, when all the lights focus in on this one yeah. moment. I don't want to call you honey because you're an old hag bitch.
0: Is that better? Bitch, better. <laughs> that's a fuck enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes. <laughs> we should actually do like a live I'm reading of it like i would world love world. to get like a full transcript and we could get like i'm to, yeah we can get to one other person and then they'll play we
1: could do it like a zoom call like a meet that like would a, actually
0: be so much fun if you guys I'll, are listening and would be interested in doing that we could do like a bravo happy hour like yeah zoom like call
1: theater i'm obsessed with that, that i love be. that
0: well, we can do, like, a couple different, like, iconic scenes. We could do, From like, different, this. yes. From I'm, di- in, I'm, okay. I'm, in, I'm in,
1: I'm in. We're going to be
0: planning this on the side, you guys. Wait for Maybe. the going to
1: plan it. I will definitely be involved in the talking about it and playing <laughs> Teresa. We're in it. I'm ready. We're prepared. I love that. But, yes. So, it's like, that's a fuck enough. What's up that?
0: <laughs> so, then Teresa stands up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you. she goes, Don't you ever fucking attack me. And then I'm Teresa goes, I'm not attacking goes, you. I'm, don't over, forget- here. <laughs> I'm,
1: over, I'm here. over here. I'm not attacking you. I'm over here, baby. And she's like, don't forget! Don't forget! She's like, I'm from Paddock She's like, what is that ghetto thing you're doing, Teresa? And she's like, I'm from Patterson, baby. Did you forget? We <laughs> do. She's like, did you forget? I'm from Patterson. I'm from Patterson. and I saw the house you lived in before you moved into the mansion, Teresa. Yeah. And she's like, so what? So what? I live in a five million dollar home, home now, bitch. and it's in foreclosure. <laughs> <laughs> That's to me like no, exactly. Like no, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, it's
1: not. And Teresa's like, my house is not. Oh,
0: it's like Man. she turns into a rabid dog. It, the rabies oh God, just start ch- dripping out of her mouth. And chases her. Throughout the, the, the entire club. banquet hall. And like, like Teresa had five inch heels.
1: What an advertisement for that country <laughs> club, though. Like, they're like, yo, y'all, like, you could do full ass laps in this fucking <laughs> country club. Like, we're trying to show you. And I'm sure now, if I know Jersey, as I've lived here for 31 years, I'm sure now that in that country club, as I have on my wall, very similar to something like this, no one can see it, but like there is a plaque in that country club with a picture of that scene from Bravo's, I promise you, And like, of the fashion show. I promise you, I promise you.
0: Yeah, host of the 2010 Posh Fashion
1: guaranteed, Show. <laughs> guaranteed. Okay, so then we also have that one so then- on the side that's like... Oh, fucking <laughs> unbelievable or unreal
0: yeah wait yeah, i'm like i always i can't believe i don't have like a, the exact transcript up like this is actually hurting me that i don't I have every quote i give you a lot of i know i'm actually like quite
1: impressed yeah so then yeah. she's that blonde woman is like yeah because you have the focus is wearing like a lamb or like <laughs> like a, a chinchilla yeah fur... like a chinchilla it's really like, shrug I'm, I don't want you to hurt animals, but it's gorgeous. It's a really gorgeous photo, and she's key, 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 key through. And she's reaching for her, like she's re- every oh yeah, it's close enough. She's reaching, like Teresa's gonna beat the shit out of this girl
0: and screaming and- at her that she's a co-core. <laughs> so, oh my I- god, is and everybody Jacqueline, doing coke? Jacqueline running behind her. Jacqueline's like
1: Danielle. I saw your police report. You mm-hmm. beat somebody with a nine millimeter pistol, Danielle. <laughs> I saw the report. I saw your police report. I was like, it's never gotten to that wolf. The cursing. Oh, but yeah, yeah. like <laughs> christening is worse than that. But yeah, so it's like since and then that happens. They get outside. Kim granitelle Oh yeah. Rush, she... Calm down. Calm <laughs> down. And yo get me out of here. Get she's hiding behind here. a pillar. Get me out of here. And then she's like, Granitelle's like, Ashley, leave her alone. And then like literally Ashley swoops in like a Point Pleasant Beach oh. Aww, that's like pulling it up. And she's literally like goes in and she's like, gunk, rips a whole track out of her head, which like, I love my girl, Ashley. I'm sure it fucking hurt. I don't know if it needed to go. I, didn't, I don't know if we needed litigation. Yeah, I don't know, know if sure litigation fucking was needed. Her. I'm sure it fucking hurt. She then yells, one, another one of my favorite like lines of all time is, <laughs> love and light. <laughs>
0: Stay in the positive. Stay in
1: the bitch. positive, bitch. I love that. <laughs> I told you that, like, when I first met her, that was, like, one of the first things I said to her. Oh, yeah, you were like, Ashley. Yeah, I was like, I think, and she, Dame like, looked at it. me, and I was like, love and light, stay in the positive, bitch.
0: <laughs> she just like, that's me, yeah, that's me.
1: Yeah, and she's, we've been fast friends ever since, but regardless, that that's iconic. Like, ripping her hair out, What cuts the episode off?
0: So, it cuts at, she's a co-core, and she's on the runway. So, it starts up with episode 10 of them sitting in the lobby. That's,
1: good. that's when it, so that, good. Yeah, that's good, Housewives, right there. When um, you're going to yeah. give me a whole like, fucking hour of one fight, if it's that good, here well, I Well, that's am. how
0: you know, like, a, a show is really good, when you can kind of really boil it down to, like, two months' worth of drama. <laughs> and, like, especially in this case, where you could stretch basically two episodes out on the posh, posh Fashion Show, and then the subsequent episodes after are basically all talking about what happened at the posh fashion show. Uh, yeah. Like it was an, an explosion that everybody heard in Jersey. <laughs> so at this point, they are now sitting in the back seat of Kim's Bentley. Danielle is crying and calls the cops. Teresa goes to the car, obviously is like, let me talk to her. So does Jacqueline. They're like, I- let me talk to her. Kim has bodyguard slash driver who is, you know, trying to be like, ladies, just like, please, you can't go near the car. Like, well, he says,
1: Teresa, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And she's like, I'm not afraid of you. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll push push
0: a grown man. I have, and I. And at that point,
1: Teresa's like, I got plenty of fucking money too. I could have a bodyguard here, but I don't. So let's (laughs) go over there.
0: Oh my god. And at this point, like, Ashley is, like, going around, like, bragging about it. She's like, yeah, I pulled her fucking hair out. Oh,
1: and I know. Like, oh god. So honey, honey. Very, like, honey. Yeah, like, yeah. She
0: thought, she thought that Danielle touched Jacqueline and, like, put her hands on her and that's why she got into, like, her, you know, beast mode. But so, I can like, imagine
1: that filming a situation like that is probably super fucking confusing <laughs> as to what's going on. Because, like, you know, we're watching it in, like, like it's it's going chronologically we're seeing what's happening but i imagine like you probably just hear yelling at some point and just see people running probably petrifying you know what yeah. i
0: mean i mean especially with these crazies like you know what 100%. they're capable of the cops end up talking with teresa she's like why am i going to give you my name she's a fucking co co <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not giving you my information because she's a co-core. And they're supposedly the cops told Danielle and Jacqueline that they're used to getting calls from Danielle. So they're used to this kind of behavior, which is really alarming and awkward. It's like like what's what happening in the house?
1: Yeah. And it's like, what if something actually happens to you?
0: Yeah. She it's like a, cry like wolf a situation.
1: She just very much to me seems like a woman that is comfortable in chaos. And she's just comfortable and, like, she doesn't really understand healthy relationships. Not with herself, her children, not anyone. It's all yeah. chaos.
0: Well, I think, like, she thrives in that because it's, like, what she grew up in and then eventually, like, went in her early, late teens and early 20s, like, with this chaotic drug dealer guy who got her into all of this chaos. And then... 18 men later like you know however you got to that 19 engagements i haven't been engaged once
1: me and i either to be completely honest and i've had some long-term i've been my boyfriend now for years but he already told me that i have to ask him I've had, i'm sure i had some other <laughs> students that would have liked to, i'm sure i've had some other students that would have liked to have asked you know what but I mean?
0: like if you're I con- if constantly breaking engagements like that's chaotic energy I don't know what, how it started and how they ended, but...
1: But I mean, like, if there's a diamond for each of those engagements, like, what do you think? 10 grand each, you think?
0: No, I don't think she was pulling men with getting 10 grand diamonds. You think, like... like, I don't know, like... I feel like she was wearing a lot of cubic zirconia. Yeah, definitely like a stone. And she was like, oh, oh my gosh. God, I love it.
1: He's got, like, an amethyst. It's He's like, like, like baby, from when we Science. get to our
0: fifth yeah. anniversary, I'll get you a diamond. Yeah, it it's,
1: like, literally from, like, the Liberty Science. It's like the Museum <laughs> of Natural History. Like, what, yeah. It's like, you can adjust the size. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a mood ring. Because um, <laughs> she has so many. He's there's, like, it could be any stone, stone you want.
1: Fucking different colors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So.
1: Okay, so we're done with, the, we leave the Posh we Fashion We leave the Posh
0: Fashion Show. Fashion show. Fast forward, Danielle decides that she wants to press charges on Ashley for Ridiculous. going to this event and pulling her hair. Then, fast forward a little bit more, <laughs> Danielle is at the courthouse with Kim G, walking around like a busted up sex in the city, which I is one of my favorite. I think I'm I, actually going to make t-shirts that say that busted up sex in the city. Well, I feel like I would definitely. That's my
1: brand is busted up sex in the city. That's my aesthetic. That's what I'm trying to be is <laughs> a busted up sex in the city
0: so obviously jacqueline is like um kim you're a two-faced bitch you sit up here telling me you're so upset and embarrassed that you're daniel's friend yet you're going to the courthouse there to defend her against the lawsuit towards my daughter, my daughter. yeah and then jacqueline was <laughs> and kimji was like well I'll go to the court with you and Ashley next time. It's like, honey, no, 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 no. Let's. The damage
1: is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. weird.
0: It's weird.
1: Yeah, so... I definitely feel like that whole thing was like, "Fuck!" I buttered the wrong side of the bread. She has no empathy, Kim g She doesn't know what's happening, so she's literally like, no. "She wants to be famous."
0: Yeah, and it's like she doesn't care that like a young girl is, like, getting something on, like, her criminal record that was, like, kind of frivolous and stupid.
1: Could have been settled out of court. Yeah, definitely. Not on TV. Not on TV.
0: Also, like, you know, fast forward nine years and Danielle's ripping out Margaret's ponytail at a store. And so it's like, Ashley, it wasn't even a freaking problem. It was an accident. I didn't even I don't that think
1: hard. that Ashley would mind me saying this, but I will, for until the day I die, one of my favorite moments of my life is... The day that that happened, like the day that they released the preview for Danielle ripping ripping Margaret's hair out, Ashley posted on Facebook and was like, I just need to call attention to the complete fucking irony that it is that I, this far, Like, she's like, this many years later, she's like, just to see Danielle Staub, I think she might even call her Beverly, but she's like, just to see Danielle (laughs) Staub ripping the hair out. And it is one of those things where I'm like, why'd you do that? That looks really bad. That looks really
0: good. And she
1: yanked Margaret. She yanked. You
0: see, like, a a neck
1: pull. Like She yanked the fuck out of Margaret. I would have been pissed. I would have fought her. If that happened to me, like, if somebody pulled my hair like that today, Like, just this much hair. If somebody pulled my hair like that today, I would probably end up fighting them. And then, like, I think it was either Jennifer or maybe Jackie, I think it was, like, but it was um, Jen. One of them tweeted, or one of them, Melissa, I think, was, like, you guys, like, actually don't know, like, really how scary that day, like, really was.
0: I mean, I bet. Like, how do you put your hands on someone in the middle of a shooting day and then, like, go back to normal? And Margaret is like beloved by the other ladies. Danielle is there because they're like, okay, she's a crazy wild card who might bring numbers to the show. That's it. Like she's a, she gets people to watch. Even though every time I post something on her on my Instagram, I get like the most hateful comments. It's like really, really scary. I'm like, uh-oh, I shouldn't post anything about her. Cause,
1: Cause people hate her. I Cause
0: guess. the hate is real.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for her until she came back. I think like turning on Teresa was stupid i would have never done that that was stupid 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 it was stupid but continue
0: (laughs) so then we get a lunch where kim g confronts danielle and this is one of my favorite lunches so they're at the lunch kim g is basically calling her a fucking snake telling her how ridiculous she was to be doing this lawsuit brings up the other stuff from the charity event and then danielle is obviously getting really upset And at the beginning of this conversation, Danielle starts talking about, you know, her childhood trauma, about her adoption and being sexually assaulted. So, like, she probably knew. If I'm not
1: mistaken, I'm going to kill you off. But doesn't, oh, you're about to say she, go ahead, sorry, yeah.
0: I was thinking she probably knew she was going to get shit on by Kim Ji. So she was like, you know, let me sit and tell her, like, my little sob story now. And then we can kind of maybe that'll soften her up
1: i feel like i almost remember danielle going in not really realizing it was happening at all because i remember danielle you almost feeling bad for danielle in the beginning
0: where you're like oh fuck like she doesn't know she's about to get because how does kim start it
1: how does kim start it do you remember
0: i don't even remember i'm trying to see i see kim barges into Jacqueline's house in a black juicy sweat jacket with a skirt vest. Oh, yeah, that's when yeah. she was like saying the F-word in front of yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jacqueline's baby, and she's like, sorry for saying fuck in front of your baby. It's like
1: uh <laughs> damage is done. So you, thank already, you.
0: You. you already did it, but I guess you accept the apology. <laughs> but I I I think you're right. I think actually, yeah. So Danielle and Kim had the conversation about the adoption trauma shit because Danielle was like also like trying to find her biological parents. So That was another conversation. Then I guess Kim and Jacqueline hang out and Kiki about. And then Jacqueline, like,
1: and then she tries to, then she attacks Danielle. Yes. Because this is.
0: This is where Kim ends up basically, you know, just telling her she's a piece of shit. And Danielle, like, gets up to leave. And Kim just runs after her in this restaurant, screaming. Like at the top of her lungs. Insane. Insane. In in a packed restaurant, and a lot of and these in
1: front, and then in the parking. Oh in, front.
0: oh, in the front parking lot, and this is where she calls Danielle.
1: Fuck you! You don't have friends. I have friends. You <laughs> don't have friends. I have friends. Fuck you with your fake and square tits. What? What? So then, if you do a little digging, Danielle said this on Watch What Happens Live a few years ago, that it's actually Ashley that came up with the square tit thing. Yeah,
0: well, I think square tit was brought up at, like, a party, like, earlier at the Manzo's house, because when I was <laughs> looking at my notes earlier, I was like, two mentions of square tits? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had, like, an issue
1: with her implant. She had, like, a problem Yeah,
0: well, that was, like, a whole storyline for her. She was, like, getting her square tits redone. But she had, like, seeping silicone or whatever was in her body like seeping into her blood I don't know like Yolanda Foster vibes like yeah that's something bad so like it's horrible to like make fun of that when she's like also like clearly not able
1: to but the scream is Danielle actually says that Kim tried to make it stick multiple times that's just the one that like stuck make she, it know, so. she said it to me multiple times she's like square tits square tit, bitch square tits you're fucking fake and square tits square
0: titty <sighs> oh my god like, i love it
1: like yeah and then she got her so it's like when you really break it down it's kind of like oh you're just waiting to attack me over my square titties but it really is a woman it's the final scene of her gray gardens is that scene yeah it's really a woman it's like her Carol, if you've seen Carol with Kate Blanchett. Or her, um, <laughs> it's like just, it's this moment of whoever plays it in the film, it'll be, that'll be the part where they win the Oscar. You know what I mean?
0: Who's going to play Kim Granitell in the movie version? Maybe a...
1: Definitely Reese Witherspoon in like 24
0: oh, perfect casting.
1: Yeah. And I'm yeah. trying
0: to think who would play Danielle.
1: Danielle Staub. I'll cast them all. Let's do it right now. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, so let's say we're going to just not think about age and we're going to cast people that are alive right now and they're going to do... Okay, so we're going to start with... uh, So we'll start with Kim D, I would say... Or Kim Granitelle. Granitelle, I would say Reese Witherspoon.
0: A young Reese. I think she would
1: really get it. You know what I mean? Or if we had to cast somebody older, Goldie Hawn. But...
0: Yeah. I don't know if she's as, like, regal. Or even what's a... Jessica Lange. Oh! Like I feel like they have like a similar bone structure in that blonde hair. Like she could really,
1: yeah, Jessica like spot
0: Lange. on.
1: Michelle Pfeiffer will play Michelle. Kim. Fe- oh, uh, Michelle D.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer's Kim D. Teresa. I love
0: Risa.
1: So that's hard. It's hard because if it's, like, a movie, then we're going to do it as if it's, like, not a pa- – it's not going to be a parody. It's going to no, be a film movie about serious. the filming of Real Housewives of New Jersey. We're going to go through this. So, it's, like, it's one of those things where, like, you can't cast somebody that would be, like, funny. But I I don't know. Who do you think will play Teresa?
0: Teresa? I'm trying – it's, like, hard because I'm, like, who is so tan? Like, who would, like, look like her or be able to do – I'm trying to think if there are, like, any Jersey actresses. Uh, let's see. Like, who's, like, an Italian
1: – Well, because Gaga would be, like
0: – I was just thinking Gaga. Gaga I was just, like, a... I feel like Gaga could really do the table flip with the big girls and, like, the tube dress and the yeah. baby bump. Thing. I just,
1: I think Gaga would probably – but I think Gaga would probably be a better Danielle.
0: Yeah. I mean, because I feel like she has, like, the range of her voice where she really couldn't.
1: I would want to see, like, Sarah Paulson (laughs) as, um, honestly, Jacqueline. I know it sounds crazy.
0: That does sound crazy. I was thinking more of, like, a Leah Michelle for her. Even though she's canceled.
1: Yeah, she'll never work again. She'll never work again. Not even in our
0: Real Housewives of New Jersey reboot. No, we
1: can't cast her. (laughs) we'll get blacklisted but i would definitely yeah i i feel i see like sarah paulson as jacqueline i'm not even kidding i think she could like really or jennifer aiden playing jacqueline
0: jennifer at, aiden oh.
1: <laughs> or Je, or current new jersey housewife jennifer aiden playing <laughs> former new jersey housewife jacqueline
0: i think that's Oscar winning, yeah, Oscar it's like winning
1: performance. or like her, like it'll be that moment where you're like,
0: <laughs> oh Well, she was like this last season, she was like, I'm kind of funny, I like make my friends laugh, I'm the comedian, like I can do impressions. It's like, um, you're just making fun of someone, it's not an impression, but, yeah. Okay. She's a lot.
1: I told, I think I've told you I've worked with her before. She's, she's like, a, I think she's super genuine and super sweet, and definitely a much stricter and stronger mother in real life than I think she's portrayed as on TV. But I would say this probably to her face if we were friends, which we're not. But like, if I, if I knew her personally, besides just having worked with her, I would say to her, like, I think that your desperation to be Teresa's best friend is a lot. I think it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just but funny.
1: unimportant. I think, like I said, it's a woman... I can't cast Caroline, by the way. I can't think of it.
0: Caroline, I mean. Because I would
1: honestly, if we're going to just pull anybody, I would cast Luann as.
0: I like how we're only, I'm like, I can only cast within the Bravo sphere.
1: Sorry. I would cast Luann as Danielle Stubb. Imagine it. Right that,
0: that I could actually see. The oh hair, my God. The
1: whole... Everything. Luann as Danielle Stubb. Because then you'll have like. Teresa's too hard. It's, like, too hard to really do that. Teresa's going to have to
0: play herself in the movie. Or Gia. Or Gia. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> We've both had the exact same. Gia will play
1: her mother in the Real Housewives of New Jersey
0: film. Well, ah. I mean, she almost was in that rock movie, you know, where she was like, oh, my God like skipping school for auditions i'm like Teresa, do not do that like you need that girl <laughs> not to <get> that,
1: <laughs> i would not put
0: any eggs
1: into this basket you saw oh. her nose job you saw her nose
0: oh yeah she looks cute i mean it's like that quintessential nose job nose like you yeah. could tell from a mile away 100%. and like i don't know
1: oh it's not this is not it, if you mean it. <laughs> but like yeah, yeah definitely you could tell from a mile away it's a nose job i dated a guy who got his nose done and um it wasn't until that that I was able to be like, oh, my God, that's what a fake nose looks like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When I was like, oh, my God. Because I had never really talked to somebody about their nose job before. <laughs>
0: and like, well, Yeah, I'm a kid of Long Island. So, yeah, it was like a rite of passage for every girl on their 16th birthday. Like, they'd all come back to school, like, after, like you know 10th or 11th grade and they'd come in and I'd be like something's different weird and they're like I learned how to do my makeup differently it was so crazy the summer was so amazing and I'm like and your voice has changed too
1: <laughs> are you eating the makeup yep. I'm looking out for you are you, it? Are you sorting it just wondering.
0: are you
1: how come you don't how come you had you have a whole upper register that you didn't have before Where's that? <laughs> I love that just like little Megan like in high school like something's different and then the girl's like oh I just wanted to do my makeup and you're like mm, it's not that what is it mm,
0: wow yeah, it must be nice like, to have a, a cute 20 grand like for your face like imagine like your parents being like here's money to look better I'd be like Bleh. like what? I could barely have like gotten them to take me to like Lord and Taylor once a year like that was like all I got my
1: parents <laughs> gave me the option of braces they gave my gay ass a freshman year in high school they're like i mean do you want to get them or not like i put fucking braces on every child even <laughs> if they're straight put braces on them <laughs> that's just it they're getting it you're getting braces you know what i mean <laughs> like you're getting them i didn't have them and now my teeth are crooked but i'm like i just feel like kids have no my parents had no concept of that if i had asked my dad for a nose job he probably would have cried about it like it's my dad, like, i could was,
0: punch like, you in the nose like don't a therapist
1: um, he's like oh, an actor. And when I got my nose pierced like 11 or 12 years ago, my father was like, I, I think it looks nice. And I was like, thank you. He's like, your nose is not exactly the part of your body that I would bring a lot of attention to. But if you oh. want to get pierced, okay. And I was like, "I was like, can I trade you accepting me being gay for this? Can we switch yeah. this out? I'm like, and you just think I'm gorgeous and just... <laughs> I, need to be straight. I would rather have that
0: so, yeah. yeah I I need the the looks comments I need more of yeah. those god.
1: Of and he looked at and to this day he'll be like I just wouldn't have pierced that kind of a nose my brother got his nose pierced like a few years after and like my brother has a much daintier and prettier <laughs> nose than I do it's very, your dad like,
0: was like god I love that piercing on you
1: exactly but G but yeah so Gia got a nose job Gia will play Teresa
0: and then okay. yeah, tr- and Caroline. I mean, maybe like a young Jennifer Lawrence. I feel like she would have to go like method, like get the She'll wig, get
1: a lot of weight. Should probably have to oh, gain forty or fifty pounds. Gains a
0: ton of weight. Blubber, blubber, blubber. Blubber. But
1: you have to look that up. Now.
0: Yeah, I, I know. I can't believe I haven't. I haven't done like a good. I mean, it's so hard because all I do is watch Bravo. So Same. it's just it's hard to figure out. So time to watch a
1: reunion for me is. I don't, if I'm ranking them, like, at reunions, like, if I'm ranking, I'm, like, Teresa's higher than Mimi for me, like, at a reunion.
0: Yeah, because Teresa, Teresa, like, loses her cool.
1: Pop, and she just, for eight hours of that unadulterated, it's like, Teresa, Bethany, Mimi, they are, like, all at reunions. They're, like, mention it all. <laughs> but, like um, okay, so then Caroline, and then, yeah, we have a cast. Dina would be Lady Gaga.
0: Dina would also be, late. Lady Gaga might play a couple different roles. She That's might have to. Example.
1: Like it has to be like a beep, beep, beep.
0: Yeah, very. So, so
1: fake and square tits though really is that moment. It's her no wire hangers like ever. It's her like, like, like Forrest Gump, like running moment. It's like her, that is Kim Granitelle. She's like, I have to stay on
0: this show. I don't like, and friends. I'm gonna do I have it. Friends. You don't
1: have friends. I have friends. You don't have friends. Fuck you. And you're fake and square tits. <laughs> and it's that place where like a woman goes, where like she's not crying, but her voice is doing all the same things it would be doing if she was crying. It's not intentional.
0: She has no like, sadness. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah like she's trying to squeak out a tear but she like doesn't care at all and she's like you're actually ruining my chance of being friends with the cool girls so fuck you get away from me with your because now the moment
1: of desperation is not only am i not going to be on the real housewives of new jersey but now everyone's gonna know i'm the bitch from wayne new jersey that did not get on the real housewives of new jersey yeah Because she gets kicked out of a party, I think, a few years, a few seasons later. Look
0: at you doing a beautiful transition into season three. That was my next topic. One, I did have to say, during the reunion of season two, it is addressed that Kim G and Kim D are related, like, or are family. So Kim D's stepbrother was Kim G's ex-husband.
1: So their former sister
0: sisters in laws, yeah. Like yeah. what? That is so random. I mean and- that's
1: Jersey though. That's the and that's Jersey Housewives, not New Jersey, but that's Jersey Housewives. It's, it's like Jersey festival. Housewives is like they like love that familial I feel like Kim D made it to Kim G made it to a reunion once, but it didn't get air.
0: She got on season two's reunion, but it was like a three second thing where they basically were like, that was, and he was like, that was a crazy season. And your relationship with Danielle is over. And she's like, yeah, I don't like the girl. I'm and like, all right. I'm See wanna... ya. Um, we'll be back after these <laughs> messages.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Goodbye.
0: So season three starts. And this is at this point, like where we get Melissa and Kathy. So once they're in and Danielle is out, the Kims don't really have a place, and...
1: And the show completely changes. Completely, completely 180. to be about Teresa at that point. Completely yeah. about Teresa.
0: So if we fast forward to episodes eight and nine of season three, there is the Gorga Christmas party. And so Kim Ji is invited to this party. Who the hell knows? who invited her, but probably Melissa because she's messy, 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 especially her first season. So Kim D was also there. You're never
1: on the Melissa train. You are never on it. You have never been a passenger. You've never ridden. You're like, no, no, no. No. I was not on it at the beginning. I jumped on on the caboose. I was not on the beginning of the Melissa train. I I jumped on the last few seasons. I like... I like the way she challenges Teresa now because I appreciate I it in a way that's, like, it seems more friendly than it ever did before. It seems like a place of, like, we can be cool. But publicly, they're always like, we're not friends. We're sister-in-laws. Which, like It's family.
0: okay. Like, you don't have to be friends with your sister-in-law. No. However, like, Teresa is going through so much. Yeah. Like, regard... That. And of course, like, that doesn't mean Melissa's not going through things, too, that we just don't know about. But at a certain point the pettiness needs to get put aside when like these four young girls like don't have a mother at the home and don't have a father and their father's getting deported so i do kind of like that melissa kind of stood up
1: and was just like yeah i'll suck it up that's like her biggest critique is that people say she doesn't share enough on the show melissa they say everything's like superficial that like that whole baby who said that baby thing was fake
0: i mean jennifer i mean but even that like the baby thing was fake in the season before that she was like i might have a long lost sister there was a girl crying at the back of my father's funeral she must be my sister like what no hon like if your dad was banging other women on the side like you really think the illegitimate child would come to the funeral of a man who didn't raise her i don't know i mean i I mean i don't know maybe i wouldn't i wouldn't
1: it's fucking (laughs) I don't really remember the season three. I know it happened, but I think.
0: So Kim Ji shows up at this party and she brings a woman named Monica Chacon. And so Monica Chacon's husband is representing Joe Giudice's former business partner and all the lawsuits against the Giudice's. So they've been in a lawsuit for three and a half years. So when all of these lawsuits and stuff were coming up, for the three years, like Teresa and Joe were on the show the entire time that they were being sued by his business partner for shady business deals. So Kim G, the messy little monster, ends up bringing Monica to the party at the Gorga's house. Obviously- Barry
1: Ramona. Barry Ramona. Tom's
0: girlfriend, mm-hmm. Missy,
1: to so that party. True. I'm telling you. True. The- she, Ramona is a better actress than Kim G, but they're cut from the same cloth. Right? I did
0: see Kim G tweet today that she wants to be on Roni now that Dorinda's gone.
1: We can have, if you want to give me a few minutes at the end of this to discuss that, I, I've been- We will
0: absolutely you. do a A rica. lot of
1: feelings. A lot of feelings. <laughs> a lot of feelings. Please let me know when we're there. Let I'm me spit it out. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, yeah. So she comes to the party and basically- Teresa is like, get them the fuck out of here. Joe and Melissa agree, they get out of here. But then the Manzos obviously get involved because Chris is like, that's my best friend's mother. I need to be involved in kicking her out. So then the Manzos are all getting involved. And, like, the Manzos are, like, come in a pack of five. And, like, potentially Greggy Bennett. Like, they come deep. Like, they are, are always... And what's their name's... H- Vito. Like, there are always people with those that crew. So it was a pretty pretty big crew being a like, get out, get out, get out. She's screaming on the front lawn, not understanding why she's getting kicked out. She's just saying to Joe, G- Joe Gorga, like, isn't this your home? Don't you make the rules? He's like, yeah, but that's my fucking sister and my brother-in-law. Like, and you're shitting on them. Get out. Get out. Get out. Fucking so idiots.
1: I have to look that up. That's a good.
0: So whatever. That happens. And then we get like a bunch more different moments. But we'll fast forward to season four where then kim d then tells Teresa that melissa gorga used to be a stripper at the jersey shore which was a bombshell because at this point we really only had like gotten this idea that like melissa was this like great sweet woman who like just loves her family and like is a family girl and don't get me wrong you could be that and had been a stripper too like the two you could be both but
1: that whole left field That's another thing where like Kim D is just taking so much joy in releasing that information and Teresa is just so like I honestly with that whole thing I felt bad for Jacqueline because I definitely felt like Jacqueline got played in that where I felt like Teresa was like I have to make it look like Jacqueline did it because her family cared. So much of that old shit with Teresa where, like, if she just would own up to her shit the way she did this season with Margaret, like, if she would just own up to her shit, she would go so much further. Because when she doesn't like people – I mean, she's good now. This is more back then. Because when she doesn't like people, I feel like she's always so one way or another way. When she meets them in the middle sometimes, I think she gets to this place where you're like, oh, she's not a moron and she's not really, like, a bad person. She's just hard-headed. You know what I mean? And it's like with that whole Kim thing like I remember being disgusted because that is the fight that night at the at that whatever party that outdoor was outdoor
0: white party
1: <laughs> Well no not outdoor white party this we're talking about this fight so what that leads to what the stripper thing leads to is the fight that happens that ends that season because that's season four. I can't four. remember
0: which fight is that. Yeah, this is season four.
1: is wearing pink. Um <laughs> it's like the point is it's the fight that happens in the street where Teresa's like, maybe you had something to do with it to Jacqueline, oh. Oh. and then the season ends and Jacqueline doesn't come to the reunion. Because shit the was reunions. popping off so heavy in Jersey that they filmed four and five consecutively they didn't stop very much like one of our podcasts yeah four and five
0: (laughs) never ending
1: never ending no i'm saying like they have
0: no i was like like, you're right this will never end if we both don't ever stop (laughs) but they
1: had this um they had this see they had this these two seasons that had so much content as they would call it now that like they sliced it down the middle and they were like we have a season four and a season five and they, that's what they did. So they were still filming season five when they were filming the reunion of. Which
0: gets too four. messy. Like, I feel like. Well, that's
1: why if you watch season four, they're at the fucking count. You don't know Jersey like that, but they're at the fucking count Basie in Red Bank, 20 minutes from here. And they're at the count Basie, and there's many moments in it where Teresa or Caroline is like, mm, well, we can't talk about that, can we? We can't talk about that, can we? Because it's like. It's
0: happening, and it will be on the next season.
1: Stuff like that's so weird to me because I'm always like, I don't know. Like I've heard that they're Real Houses of New York. I've heard that they go out after the reunions together.
0: Yeah, I've and definitely I've heard, heard
1: that. that. Like other ones do too. But Kyle said that she said like with the Beverly Hills, it's like if people aren't talking, they don't go out together. So it's like certain situations.
0: I mean, well, Kyle's the worst, and of course she's like, why would I invite? garcelle to my house she doesn't even freaking like me it's like yeah well everybody else was there and that's me kyle
1: is hard for me because kyle's difficult for me because i think that she's endearing i don't think she's a bad person but i don't think that she holds herself accountable to the way that she thinks she does Mm -hmm. and like it's funny because like have you seen those things that are like the movie villain, the actual villain, like whatever, like like memes. A lot of people, I just read a whole blog the other day about Kyle and Kim in season one. And they were like, Kim really is the victim kind of of season one of Beverly Hills Housewives. And they're like, or Kim, or season two, whatever. They're like, if you go back and watch a lot of the Kyle versus Kim moments, there's so many times where you're like, you actually feel much worse for Kim
0: well, yeah, I feel like God, Kyle was always just, like, exploiting Kim. Like, uh, Kyle's never really had her own storyline. She's, like, never really gives anything. And, like, the, the first few steps... We're step- just force-
1: trying to get to the... We just want to know the truth. We She's just like- have a right to know who you sleep with. I would be like, Don't- there's no way your husband's fucking only you. So...
0: And, like, Kim knows where the bodies are buried. Like, at the end of the day. Like, yeah, she might be oh, a I'm potential... <laughs> <out>! <laughs> she might be an unreliable source. However she's still got <laughs> she something Lord. she knows something
1: yeah it's like and then like literally like got into a fight with her family for doing that show that lasted a season oh my rona mia that to me is so crazy because it's like it seemed like it had star power behind it to have like alicia silverstone
0: yeah no but the show itself was so bad i'm actually thinking of doing a i don't watch a it. recap of it because it was bad? so horrible that it's like perfect really? podcast fodder yeah is it like funny no not funny, not well-made, not well-written, not dramatic. dramatic. I only watched the first three episodes because it was so bad. And like, you know, like a normal network show is like a 22-minute show. It was like 16-minute pilot. Like it couldn't even like get to a certain point time-wise where they were like, you know, what we're just going to fill this up with ads. This actually is one big advertisement with like a little bit of show. (laughs) That's wild. It's not good. Okay, but to end this episode, we then get another amazing Kim moment, fast-forwarding four seasons to season eight, episode nine, which is another posh fashion show. <laughs> We're back to where we belong, people. Yeah. So at this posh fashion show, Kim basically doubles down on accusing Teresa of her infidelity while Joe was in prison. And then... Um, Siggy and Dolores are also there. They're walking in the show. I believe Teresa and Melissa were supposed to walk in the show, but after Kim started going, what, were they walking in the show? I feel like- They were
1: supposed to. They're supposed to. And they, they were pull supposed out. to.
0: They pull out after Kim, um, Kim starts like accosting them at the event. And then that obviously ends up creating the beautiful moment where- Teresa. Piece of shit, Coke
1: whore every day. Piece of
0: shit, Coke whore.
1: How whore, coke every day.
0: Coke whore, like, homewrecker home, day. Wrecker,
1: home, home wrecker every day. Home wrecker, home wrecker, home Piece of shit, Coke whore, home wrecker every day.
0: <laughs> every day. And I just want to know, like, who created this acronym? Because this, like, rolled off the tongue pretty easily for her. She
1: practiced her. it. She, she practiced, practiced it, it she, yeah. might, she might have made it up. Piece <laughs> of shit, I know, is Teresa's mouth. But, like, I would say Coco every day. Like, I don't home wreck. Like, it's, oh. it's brilliant. And she looks phenomenal. <laughs> when you're, like, Italian, you do two things a lot. You lust after Italian women, and you tell people that you're Italian and I trust me and, I'm uh, half
0: Italian I'm yeah, like I don't even lead with being Irish it sucks that my name is so Irish that people are like you're not Italian and I'm like I'm Italian don't call me an Irish person <laughs> thank you
1: I have like a little bit of other stuff in me but I'm like 80% Italian so I'm 100% Italian I just think Teresa like I love the way she looks I love her tanness I love her oh, big hair I love the puppies. jewelry I love I love women that make noise before they even get over to you like their jewelry's <laughs> making so much noise. I live in I <laughs> And she just in this one scene, she looks phenomenal. Like, if Maybe. she really looks phenomenal. Yeah, I if you pull it up.
0: Yeah, I have like the meme that I'm going to be posting on Instagram. Oh, yeah, she's wearing like a red dress with like the big flowing hair. You know what Posh stands for? Piece of shit. Cocoa, home wrecker, every day. Like, I'm going to get that like, fucking tattooed on my body. Same. So that gives us a beautiful moment. And from there, we really don't get that much of them. Kim Granitelle, as I know it, is just like living in New Jersey still, still making, I think YouTube videos, making fun of Teresa and co and tweeting. She tweeted on February 26, just tweeting to say hi to all and wishing a good week. No drama. Okay. And What I mentioned on an earlier episode of the show—I don't even remember—it's all fucking blur. There's 150 shows. Um, Her Twitter bio is "Mother to John, Ryan, and Gia, love of my life, lover of travel, fast cars, diamonds. Life is on a dress rehearsal. Go for it." Season two, three, and season nine (parentheses reunion question). I guess she was asked about in a reunion question on season nine, and she's throwing that in her credits.
1: (laughs) Good for her. Yes. Good for her.
0: And then we have Kim D who is still working at Posh. I believe we got a new location based on a Google search and it's open in COVID times, which is great. It's definitely no Envy boutique.
1: And, I don't know. I have an Envy hoodie.
0: I want to get one, but I would also like be too tempted to wear it out. And then I don't want people to think like I would wear something that's a Envy. I'm like, I don't
1: that's like the cool thing about wearing stuff like that you know what i mean that's like what (laughs) makes it cool is that you people are like oh my god i can't believe she would wear that i was like i mean you know who it is though but um it's actually really cute a friend of mine my friend don for my brother and i used to work in the same office after I stopped, I stopped doing makeup for a little while to like get like an office job. And like when I was doing makeup, when I was at this office job, my I, my brother left retail as well to come work with me. And we worked together at this office down the street from our apartment. He lives here with me. And like down the street from our apartment. And um, our friend Dawn worked there and we loved her. And she was obsessed with Jersey Housewives. And we, like me, my brother and my boyfriend, like when we first moved into this apartment, we would, it would be like, a week like a gathering <laughs> moment you know what i mean so she for christmas bought me and my brother like envy by melissa like clothing we were okay. obsessed i saw yeah, it. i
0: kind of like it yeah adds to cart it. Uh, yeah, yeah. puts it on my business account i'm like um excuse me this was a business expense but i didn't Thank have you. it Cole? i need to talk about the fabric on my show
1: So thank you very much.
0: (laughs) So then, yeah, Kim D, she tried to have a fake little reality show. Obviously, nobody watched that. But in March 2017, Kim got in some hot water because a car that was in her name um, and driven by her son ended up being lit on fire. And then in the trunk, there were two dead bodies. Yeah. Like this...
1: I remember this. This is
0: not a good look for you, Kim. And no, it was
1: bad, Her right? son didn't,
0: like, go to prison or anything, and they couldn't really prove if Kim or the son were involved, but the son was friends with the guys in the car. So I don't know. I'm not a detective, but I am that Claire Danes meme where it's, like, all of, like, the equations, and I'm just trying to wonder, like, am I missing something or is the, are the cops missing something? Like, did Kim give so much money at the sheriff's dinner that – I want to hang out She them. is, like, <laughs> exempt from this. It sounds a little shitty. Ten years
1: ago? Yeah. <laughs> did Kanye... Uh, it's like, just at the Sheriff's Dinner in Caroline Manza's backyard, was. is this just, like, we're just going to look the other way at the yeah. fact that there were two dead bodies? It's crazy, that shit. It's like really that. weird. That's, That's so wild. Excuse me. I remember that. I remember it being, like, a thing.
0: I yeah, like- it was weird, and it kind of came and went. This was, like, before I was doing the podcast, where so it was just, like, a thing. I was, like... I was reading about it as, like, a normal consumer of Bravo, fan. Bravo yeah. Fan. Yeah, <laughs> But, yeah, kind of weird. But, yeah, she's, like, doing fine. And, and Kim doesn't have a – Kim Granitell doesn't have an Instagram, which I really think she could kind of become Insta-famous with some videos. Or
1: TikTok, something TikTok. so
0: weird
1: so yeah. weird that she
0: doesn't have one just twitter but like she'll just tweet like stupid but shit she about Danielle. Got twitter when
1: she was on the show and yeah. just like doesn't know how to get rid of it she was messing around with adam barda a few yeah. months
0: yeah oh she still does where she and keeps that, tagging him and shit that guy is a leech yeah
1: i'm it seems
0: I see him everywhere you're like i know him
1: <laughs> no, no 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 i don't well but um I'll I'll say this. I try to judge my experiences with people based off of my experiences with people. And him and I have had very nice experiences. He's always been very nice to me. He's helped me out with like music years ago. I asked him like how to like do a few things and he was nice to me. I do feel a little leachy. I do think like, not obviously with me, but I have seen obviously some moments where I'm like, him and
0: tan mom are like best friends mama june though yeah like what so before we go we have to talk about dorinda obviously this is the biggest news of the century Um, what are your thoughts dorinda is gonzo do you think bravo did it or do you think it was a mutual thing and they kind of let her leave gracefully but she got fired
1: okay so high point low point i do really quickly i do think that it was mutual. I don't think that it was one or the other. I think that um, there's probably, I think they probably tried to Tamara her. Mm -hmm. And I think she's probably at a place in her life where she's like, you know what? This is a little negative. So I'm going to take a step back. Dorinda is the, one of the best additions they've ever put on Real Housewives of New York. My issue with Dorinda is accountability. You cannot be a housewife if you're not accountable. That's why Lisa Rinna is, such a star because she can behave so terribly but she owns up to 85 percent of the shit that she does so it's like once you do that you're fully realized i think dorinda is not accountable enough i think there's a lot of times where she can't accept it and what she should say like in the situation with luann what she should say is i get that you're upset about what i said I feel like if we dig that deep, I'm going to start feeling really terrible about it. And I don't think it's worth it. I would rather if we could just peacefully move on. I'm sorry. You're sorry. Let's move on. But she can't do it. She can't she's do it. She's like, she's very much like this. I think Bravo was probably at a place with her where they're like, mm-hmm. um. I think that Ramona is going to stay.
0: I think she'll probably stay too.
1: I think they're going to keep her. And I fucking hate her.
0: I, I like Ramona, but I think Dorinda probably one was just like incredibly negative this season towards everybody and couldn't, yeah, like own up to a single thing she ever did. And then I have a feeling that she sat at the reunion for eight hours and just did that all day long and just kept throwing it back at people and throwing it back at people. And it's like, honey, you got to take it sometime. And Luann, like, obviously everybody knows I'm so biased toward with my love for Luann, but she's taken it like year after year. And, like, addresses it and, like, keeps it moving and can People say sorry. Really like,
1: mean. People are really mean to Luann. They are
0: really mean. They really take advantage of her because she's, like, easy to bounce back from the criticism. she's super
1: balanced. She's very balanced when it comes to, like, like when she's she went confident. off season in the Berkshires, like, it was very – you're like, oh, fuck Luann. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she's not like that. So it's like when she behaves that way, you're like, wait, what? I like Luann a lot, too. I'm a big Luann fan. I think – I think she was fired. I think she was fired. And I think probably, but I will say that I think she was fired or let go. I do think that it's a mistake. I think that it's big shoes to fill. I think they'll keep Ramona for one more season for, cause if Ramona goes to next season, she's the longest running OG of any housewives ever.
0: Give her that title. She deserves it. Yeah.
1: So I think she's going to get that. And then leave. I think that the show is going to be centered around Leah and upper and like Lower East
0: Side. Downtown Cool Girls.
1: Downtown Cool Girls. And like,
0: then you'll still have like, you know, Sonia and Luann being kind of like the drunk ants. Which should bring.
1: I really think they should bring Jill Zarin back. Oh no, that ship has sailed. She's so... I think they should bring Joe back, but I also think that Lady Gaga's mom should be a real housewife. Of- of <gasps> That'd kidding. be good. She's super close with a lot of them. She's very much in that society. They all know her.
0: Yeah, because like yeah, Dorinda and her went to church together.
1: Like I wish in my heart that she had brought on, but <sighs> that's Rony it. will.
0: It'll. I mean, Roni will bounce back just like all of us after the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But (laughs) like pandemic, we will never be the same. (laughs) MJ, I know you're like you're always team MJ. You're like all day.
0: I know I have to be less biased. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's okay. I almost switched during the reunion. I almost switched because I'm like it's hard she was not the best she was she yeah. was not practiced she was like uh, way too quarantine brain but besides yeah. the point jared thank you so much for coming on this is so amazing where can people find you follow you listen to your music all of the things okay. i'll tag you in all the things too for, so for okay
1: those. so first things first is i have to thank you i love working doing these things with you i'm always available i you're the best i think you're the people everyone in the world should listen to your podcast because it's oh, so thanks great. um you can find me on Instagram at, at JaredMillion underscore. You can find me on Twitter at 1000000 I'm on TikTok now, JaredMillion. I'm like everything JaredMillion. I I guess I'll do this here, but I'm going to, I have a song that will be coming out like a, a little, hopefully bef- like soon in a few months. I just, I just, the music is done. I just have to lay down the vocals for it. It's really exciting. So that' be great. You'll be able to see that on all of my social media, and that's really it. You can find me in New Jersey waiting for this pandemic to be over, so I can go back to being fun.
0: I love it, and of course, we will be blasting the fuck out of your new song all over my social media. So Mm -hmm. everybody, tune in, follow him, listen to all His things, and thank you again for coming on. We have to find another fun, random thing to talk about. Anything
1: you want, and next thing this does, I'm I'm very into Potomac this season. Okay, good.
0: Let me think of a weird Potomac thing to talk about, and we'll kind of find a random. Yeah, we're good on these.
1: You're the
0: best. Amazing. Love you so much. Love you you too. I'll have a great night. I have to eat dinner. I'm so hungry and I have to pee. Bye,
1: babe. Thank you. All
0: right. Bye.
1: Have a good one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing.